Welcome to the Supply Chain Visibility Stories, the podcast for supply chain managers. Brought to you by Axis, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Supply Chain Visibility Stories is hosted by Bill Wall, a technology industry veteran and enterprise software professional. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Today marks the next in a series of discussions exploring a variety of business-related topics with a focus on the intersection of technology and business. Our discussions are designed to be brief, and we hope that this podcast format inspires our audience to think about how technology impacts their own organizations and how to engage with us as our series continues. I'll have information about how to engage with the series and our guests, as well as news of an upcoming event where both will appear at the end of today's discussion. Hi, everyone. My name is Bill Wall, and I'm honored to be the host of this series brought to you by Axis. I'm always fascinated by the business challenges faced by companies and how those challenges can be addressed directly by technology. When we started our series, we explored some of the macro trends facing companies today, including the impact of the pandemic and how that's been driving a renewed focus on global supply chains. Since then, we've been digging a bit deeper. Today, we're changing things up with two guests, a podcast series regular, Axis's David Perrine, David is Director of Sales and Partnerships, and a special guest, Tim Devis, President and CEO of the Reusable Packaging Association. Tim and Dave, welcome to the program. Glad to be here, Bill. Thanks. Terrific. Thank you, Bill. So let's get started. Um, Dave, let's set the stage first. We've been talking about uh, the challenges that companies have filling the gaps in transparency in the supply chain, and in particular, how companies can think about that effort from concept to execution. So let's get grounded for our audience again in case they're joining us for the first time. Why is data at the edge? Why is transparency in supply chains so important? Uh, Bill, uh, great question. And and uh, I want to say from Axis standpoint, we're very pleased to be uh, working with Tim DeBiss and the Reusable uh, Packaging Association, which is a relatively new uh, relationship for us. Uh, we have known at Axis for some time, particularly in certain industries such as food and beverage and um, uh, certain times of chemicals and so on, that there is a, a serious issue uh, with the loss and misplacement uh, and the misplacing of, of returnable assets. And those returnable assets are commonly known as uh, totes and trays and pallets, uh, various types of specialty containers and so on. We have recognized in our research that um, the industries I mentioned sometimes lose upwards of 30%, but it is typical to lose between 15 and 30% of these um, uh, these returnable assets uh, on an annual basis. And there is now technology at the edge uh, that can uh, pre- help prevent this and help mitigate this loss. And, um, and that's why we're so pleased to be here with Tim and, and the, as RPA uh, to talk about how this technology can be applied to help uh, the industries I mentioned uh, recover these losses, which can be quite expensive. And depending on the size of the company, anywhere from hundreds of thousands to many millions of dollars a year in losses that we, we now help can help them recoup. Well, that's great. Thanks so much for, for getting us grounded. Tim, welcome to the program. Tell us, uh, as, as we start our discussion, tell us first a little bit about the Reusable Packaging Association. Sure. The, the Reusable Packaging Association is an international nonprofit trade organization consisting of member companies that supply, use, or provide services to uh, reusable transport products and services. One of the things we focus on is the system in which these products like pallets, bins, containers, trays 
are used to carry uh, goods uh, through supply chains and business-to-business uh, transactions. And then, of course, are recovered effectively and put back into uh, use. Uh, our organization is, is promotes uh, the use and value of these products uh, through that system. Uh, we collaborate uh, across the industry to identify issues that are common uh, that we can work on uh, together to make a stronger, uh, healthier uh, business climate uh, for our member companies. Uh, Dave mentioned uh, the role of technology, which is continuing to be uh, an incredible uh, development uh, for our industry. Uh, the, the growth, uh, the direction, uh, its application uh, for our products and, and what we're able to derive from them is not only uh, helping with areas like asset uh, tracking and location, but also driving new values uh, that's being generated by the data that's being captured, uh, that's being assembled and ultimately interpreted uh, for uh, best uh, supply chain uh, visibility. So it's an exciting time and our organization works across uh, the industry to be able to take advantage of those opportunities, uh, not only with that systems approach, but with the the technology and automation that's rapidly changing uh, supply chains. It's always interesting the kind of audience that you get for a podcast, and I expect that there are some real experts in supply chain that listen, but others as well. So let's round this in in a real customer problem. Forget the company names, but as you listen to uh, the customer challenges, can you give our audience an example of uh, where the rubber meets the road? What's a a typical customer problem you're trying to get? uh, Give like an industry example. Well, the most common uh, one that really has served the, the test of time since our organization's been around for over 20 years has been a waste uh, and the lack of efficiencies uh, that aren't created uh, through supply chains. Uh, how do companies build a stronger uh, you know, distribution of their products uh, through the multiple steps uh, without uh, waste created uh, to be able to move these products as efficiently uh, as possible? Uh, and then, you know, over the years, of course, there's uh, much uh, greater awareness now about the pollution as a result of, say, packaging waste, uh, products that are just uh, discarded and, and the value is lost uh, uh, to the product that ends up uh, unaccounted for. Uh, and then, and of course, the climate change and other actions in which people are examining their footprint of uh, the environment uh, and what's taking place in the supply chain that might help alleviate one's impact uh, to the environment. But more so right now and pressing here we are in, in the, the midst of a, of a pandemic that just keeps uh, lingering uh, is we're seeing the effects uh, of, of what uh, not having a resilient supply chain uh, is and not having products and raw materials that are available. Uh, those that have to be sourced uh, for every single use production, uh, let's say, uh, that the lack of materials, uh, the lack of accountability in terms of having products like packaging available for your business, uh, it's really pressing uh, some of the greatest challenges we have around the world in terms of uh, global trade. You know, the idea is, is that when you build and design and build products for durability, they're lasting. Uh, they're here. Uh, you don't have to go back and resource raw materials to remanufacture for every need. Is that you've got products that are available within your pool or network. It just requires the management of those assets to optimize your, your packaging needs. Uh, and so really creating the resiliency and the visibility of your, your inventories, moving into modern digital uh, supply chains is what the opportunities hold. Uh, and it's been very evident uh, with the pandemic and the impact it has, that's really a, a stressing uh, how people are, are of course, dis- distributing goods uh, and availability of those goods uh, in the supply chain today. So 
So as you think about reusability, and, and I think that the name of the association sort of gets people thinking about uh, recycling and waste, but you're really trying to help your members uh, deal with some of the challenges that are fairly basic. Uh, the racks that hold fresh bread, they not only bring the fresh bread to market, those racks then have to be returned to the manufacturer. If, if those racks get thrown out, get lost, get stolen, it makes it difficult then for the manufacturer of bread to have enough racks reliably to ship out new products or even what we're seeing a lot in the general news right now, the, the, the shortage of shipping containers, largely driven by the fact that the ports have been shut down because of the pandemic. Getting those containers back to manufacturing markets, say like China, is now one of the biggest problems. Is that a lot of the chatter you hear from the members of the association? No, absolutely. Uh, earlier this year, we saw uh, with pallets, uh, just the availability of pallets. Uh, in fact, in the fr fresh fruit and vegetable industry uh, made public announcements and statements about uh, the lack of pallets that were available. And then, of course, uh, as we saw with uh, goods like toilet paper in the consumer markets, uh, people start stocking up uh, on pallets to make sure they're covering uh, their business. Uh, and under an effective managed system in which you have the confidence uh, to have availability of that product that's moving for your business and being returned and returned in, in the right shape, uh, whether it has to be washed and sanitized for food uses, for example, uh, reconditioned, uh, but they're put back into place. And when you've got that uh, managed system and you're leveraging the technologies to enable uh, the, the real-time movement and understanding of your, of your inventories, that's when you really got the robust uh, packaging system in place. And so you're right, uh, when you're seeing shortages uh, across uh, uh, the nation, across the world in terms of these products, uh, you know, our organization brings together these members to talk about best practices, talk about uh, experiences. One thing we do is we just raise awareness, uh, you know, using case studies, using uh, examples, uh, using uh, articles and, and columns uh, that we're able to write credible expert uh, perspectives to provide in the marketplace. You know, at the end of the day, we want to be an educator. We want to uh, have people come to the organization and learn and understand uh, what uh, what's how do we overcome challenges uh, as an industry? How does a business uh, tackle uh, certain limitations they may be seeing in their supply chain? Are there examples uh, that, that could be accounted and learned from? Uh, and so we invite people to join the organization, to be a part of our network, to be a part of our uh, committee structures, uh, to learn and, and discuss uh, amongst uh, your peers and, and your partners in, in, in the trading uh, business. And that, that's where we find our most success. I suspect um, that many of those discussions do revolve around technology. We've all heard the term smart packaging. And for those of us in the general public, we're thinking about packaging uh, ultimately that's consumer facing. But in the world you live in, that's really about uh, understanding how technology like RFID tracking and, and scanning, even um, shock and temperature monitoring can go in uh, can go into the way the materials move through the supply chain and report back to the manufacturer i would imagine that's a big focus of the association membership uh, tremendous and more and more so only because the it, it's it's breaking through uh, the promise of technology applied to reusable packaging products uh, you know, even 15, 20 years ago, uh, it was very rudimentary in terms of the, the application, the products. They were large uh, devices. They were expensive. Now is not the case. Uh, in fact, we're having connectivity uh, through uh, the Internet of Things uh, and having products uh, being able to be identified through GPS and cloud systems like Access uh, 
offers. Uh, and so that's one of the fastest uh, growth areas of our membership, our technology providers, uh, because of uh, the, the rapid development uh, of these uh, devices, these systems, uh, the digital components that could be applied to our, our industry. What's really important to note, Bill, uh, today is that this technology is available. Uh, it's not in the future. It's not forthcoming. It's actually available today. Uh, and it's some wonderful uh, you know, technologies that are equipping these smart packaging that's providing uh, a wealth of information. And that's a, that's a great thing about access. Uh, and they're coming to the industry saying that, you know, look, we, we can capture data. You know, the key is, can we uh, assemble and interpret it to be able to make uh, predictive analysis or predictive analytics of decision-making for your company? And that's really where we find the, the excitement uh, is taking raw data uh, that's being generated in, in millions uh, in terms of movement of, of products in the, in the global distribution of, of goods. Uh, and ultimately identifying not only where they are, but where they're going and when can we get them back. And answering those questions really drives uh, the value proposition for reusable packaging. And not only for those that are in the, the packaging business, but also ultimately back to the manufacturers and the customers, that understanding of uh, information and insight that comes from data at the end really is what makes supply chains resilient and robust. Very, very much so. And we're, you know, just uh, scratching the surface uh, about the opportunity. Uh, you know, I think the best is yet to come, but I'll be saying that for years, uh, because as technology continues to drive the digitization of our of our businesses, uh, automation of our product handling and movement, uh, and being able to uh, capitalize on that technology that's, that's driving information for the best decisions for our business, uh, it truly is an incredible time uh, for the uh, support the supply chain. And we're seeing this more and more in terms of the adoption uh, of, of integrating technology for the really baseline uh, you know, products, uh, such as your pallets and your, your bends and your crates and totes. Those are the products uh, that ultimately can be equipped with this value-creating technology uh, that is going to be game changers uh, for those who incorporate it within their business. That's great. Uh, Dave, we just have about 30 seconds before we have to wrap up. Just I uh, want to come back to you for one last uh, final question. Uh, how do customers get started on this technology journey with reusable packaging? That's great. Uh, great question, Bill. And look, one way is, of course, you've heard from Tim uh, speak uh, about the, the, the value of doing this. So one way to start is to reach out to the, to the Reusable Packaging Association and to access, come to our website, visit our sites. We have tremendous resources in the form of blogs and, and papers and so on that can help uh, guide the journey. Lastly, don't try to eat the elephant all in one bite. Start small. Um, uh, use a, a concept of a proof of concept or a pilot that, that helps you identify it. And from the learnings from that pilot, then you can move or, into, or that POC move efficiently into a production environment that will help you realize the benefits that uh, Tim uh, described over the last few minutes. So reach out to us. We're here. We're here to. We're here to help. That's good advice, uh, Dave. As always, thanks for joining the program. And thing, uh, Tim, thanks for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. I want to tell our audience uh, there is an upcoming event that uh, looks directly at these topics. Uh, it's at the end of September, 27th through the 29th, in good old Las Vegas. Yep, Las Vegas is open, and they're holding in-person events. We're excited to see business getting back to in-person. The event is called the Pack Expo. A lot of great information at their website, uh, packexpolasvegas.com. 
I know that Access and Tim and the Reusable Packaging Association will be there uh, in the Reusable Packaging Pavilion. So if you're going to be in Vegas at the event, um, seek out Dave, seek, seek out Tim, um, and uh, look for an opportunity to continue this discussion. That wraps up today's podcast. My thanks to the Reusable Packaging Association President and CEO Tim DeBeast for being with us and for Access's David Brine for being a part of this podcast and, of course, always to Access for making the podcast series possible. We welcome your comments and questions about the discussions on these podcasts. You can engage with us at the official Access Twitter and LinkedIn accounts and, of course, directly with the Reusable Packaging Association. Please join that discussion. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm your host, Bill Wall, and for everyone at Access, thanks for joining. We look forward to our next podcast. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by Axis, the 100% supply chain visibility cloud solution provider. Visit us on the web at axisinc.com. That's A-C-S-I-S-I-N-C.com. Or join the dialogue on social media. Look for Axis Inc. on LinkedIn and Twitter. Join us next time for Supply Chain Visibility Stories, brought to you by Axis.